0: Welcome to I'd Rather Stay In with Steffi Predmore and Megan Myers. This week we're chatting all about toxic positivity. Stay tuned.
1: Do you love listening to I'd Rather Stay In and want to support the podcast? Well, now you can. Visit our website or the link in our Instagram profile and click Buy Me a Coffee or visit buymeacoffee.com/slash IRSI podcast. For the price of a cup of coffee, you can help us cover the costs of creating this podcast. There are no monthly memberships, and you can support us at whatever level you like, whenever you like. Whether you buy us one coffee, many coffees, or simply continue listening as always, we're so grateful for your support. Hi, Megan. Hi. I'm sitting here looking at you. This is so weird. (laughs) Okay, so guys, we have typically never, like, we've never actually recorded sitting in the same room before, because when we started the podcast, I lived in Illinois and Megan lived in Texas, and then she moved to Illinois, but we would just always record in the evenings because of work, and I quit my corporate job, and my last day was yesterday, (laughs) woo so, now we can record together. In,
0: in this, the middle of the day. In the middle of
1: the day. It's truly... I. I'm st- My brain is just having a hard time fathoming it.
0: It's really, it's really weird. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, uh, we are here coming to you live from Megan's basement. <laughs> Staring at each other. It's a whole new world for us. Uh, Megan, what's new with you?
0: Um, I had a dream last night I'd like to tell you about. Uh, you please do. So... Every once in a while, I have a dream about this guy from high school. I have told you about him before. (laughs) We will call him uh, Carl. Okay. Carl. I did know a guy named Carl in high school, but this is not him. Carl, Um, we're not talking about you. Right. If you're listening, it's not you. (laughs) Uh, So this guy was very popular. Everyone loved him. Whatever. Like I... Probably had, like, an internal, like, crush that i never accepted because everyone else liked him. And, you know, that's the way yes, I am. Yes, and, yes. And uh, so every once in a while I have a dream about him. And I had a dream about him last night. And I don't even know, like, the context of, like, how we met up or whatever. But he was telling me, I was like, oh, do you still live in wherever you live? I'm not going to say. On the weird off chance that he would possibly listen, <laughs> And he was like no we have to move because you know my my wife's in the military and i was like oh and that's really interesting it's cool what does she do in the military he says she's a dancer (laughs) what what is wrong with my brain (laughs) that is the main extent of that dream but i I was uh... like i had to remember i woke up later like really soon after that i'm like i have to remember this
1: detail (laughs) a dancer dancer for the military i'm now see now i'm trying to think of like how the military could use dancers to their benefit i'm gonna be th- i'm gonna be pondering on this for a while i mean
0: you know they do train like i mean the military doesn't but like football players they take do. dance classes for like flexibility and be light like on that. their
1: feet so yes. she could
0: be like a dance trainer
1: oh there we go okay it's possible. There you go. <laughs> Bless. You never Bless know. That. <laughs> yeah, you never know what the military is doing secretly. With right. Maybe right. dancers. It's hard to say. Excellent dream. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for that. I had a dream uh, the other day that I was pregnant and actually happy about it, which was weird. For people that don't know, even though I went through years of infertility, absolutely no desire to be pregnant now. Zero, <laughs> Less than it is negative desire. So I was, like, I woke up and I was, like, oh, God, that was weird. Nope. Mm-mm. No, thank you.
0: Yeah, I would not want to be pregnant now. Somebody asked me something, I feel like recently, about, like, having more kids or something. And I was, like, oh, that sounds horrible. <laughs> this terrible. Like, I I was really sick with Reese. I wasn't, it wasn't so bad with Max, but, like, overall pregnancy wasn't that bad. But also, like, I'm almost 42 and I would not. Definitely not want to do it. I mean, it is literally exhausting.
1: (laughs) At thirty three, I'm like, that sounds really tiring. That sounds like I really, I genuinely give it up to the moms that have like toddlers and are pregnant. Like, I, I, they're truly. I'm like, nope, I could not do that. (laughs) Absolutely not. Nope, 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 nope. So I give it up to all of you ladies out there who have done that because uh, it's not for me. (sighs) Ah, <sighs> bless. And you know what? It's okay to admit that. Yeah. We don't have to be positive about it. You know why?
0: Why, Steffi? Because
1: we don't have to be positive about everything.
0: I think that is a great segue into our topic today. I'm so proud of myself for that one. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, y'all, we're going to talk about toxic positivity today because it's a thing.
0: It has been running rampant, and I, but I, I do think that there has been a lot of pushback. In recent years, and I appreciate that greatly. But it's still out there. Yes. Still everywhere. Yes. So if you don't know what toxic positivity is, you do. You just maybe haven't, like, thought about it. But it's this weird obsession with positive thinking. You know, like, the good vibes only situations? Mm -hmm. And it's things people always think you should put positive spin on, no matter what it is. Yes.
1: Yeah, so it could be like, the most tragic thing ever and like you lose age, ch- you miscarry a pregnancy or you lose a child and you're told well, you should be happy because you still have other children Ugh. or like so, you know there's just like taking something truly truly tragic and being like well, but there's positivity yeah to be found here
0: right like someone dies well at least you had your time with them like you can be sad right. You are allowed to have emotions, but yes. it's not even just huge things like that. It could be, lit- like day to day things. Yes,
1: day to day things where you're told, like, if you just put positive vibes out there, you're gonna get the positive vibes back. We just need to have find joy in all to of vibe the little with your moments. Tribe. Yes, there's like all sorts of little sayings. Um, I f- actually, um, having grown up in the evangelical church, they are. Oh boy, real guilty of this. There's so much toxic positivity in the church. Um, I was actually, I've been listening to the Dirty Rotten Church Kids podcast uh, on the recommendation of our friend Caleb. Um, it's excellent for any of you who have been going through like a deconstruction phase or ex evangelicals sometimes the hashtag <laughs> on uh, Instagram and Twitter, or TikTok. Probably on Twitter too. I don't spend any time on Twitter. Couldn't tell you. Um, but there's so much of like, well, and you just need to find joy and Jesus, and you that's you know, if you're if you have the sads, it's your own fault. It's certainly not you know a chemical imbalance where your body does not make its own serotonin and you need store bought serotonin. It's it's your own fault, and you just need to think more positively and be more grateful for things that you have in your life and all of the blessings that have been given to you and that kind of thing. So, um, yeah, like I said, like there's a, there's a chance that you just haven't thought about it in the terms of toxic positivity. But once you think of, for me, once I started to think of it that way, it's impossible not to see it.
0: Yeah, and I think there is a benefit of, you know, looking at, the good things that you do have and being grateful for that. But that yeah. also does not negate all of the bad things that you are feeling or that have happened to you.
1: Well, right. And like, cause I think one of the most dangerous things about this like toxic positivity movement as this good vibes only movement is that it really like diminishes and demeans just like chemical imbalances and, Genuine, just like, mental illnesses and things that you cannot control.
0: Yeah, I think it makes it sound like if you are not positive, then obviously there is something wrong with you. But we're not going to talk about it because we don't talk about mental health. Right. But if you can't be positive, then like...
1: It's your own fault. It's your own
0: fault. And I think there's a feeling too where a lot of people are like, well, you know, they're not a positive person. I don't want them in my life. Like, well, there's a... There's a line between like the extremely positive person who like will not let not positive people in their life and the crazy and the other side with like people who are always, always sad. But they need to.
1: There's a middle.
0: There's a middle, yeah. Right. Where like, like you can.
1: Like the people who are constantly shitting on things just because they can shit on things. Yes. And then there's people who are just like normal. They're just human. Right. They're just human beings.
0: Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with that.
1: No, there's nothing wrong with being human. There's nothing not wrong with needing a little bit of store-bought serotonin. (laughs) Lord knows we all need it from time to time. Some of us need it all of the time. So, yeah, I think that that's, like, genuinely the danger of going from, okay, I'm going to take a few moments to feel grateful for the good things in my life, or feel joy about this thing, and then crossing the line over to, happiness is all I'm allowed to feel. Right, right.
0: I think one thing that always comes to mind when I think of toxic positivity is, you know, it was it was just Valentine's Day.
1: <laughs> and,
0: um, you know, Valentine's Day is whatever, whether you think it's a fake holiday or you love Valentine's Day. I don't know if you
1: can tell. Megan is not a Valentine's uh, fanatic. I, okay, so... <laughs> can you tell them about what your child wrote?
0: Oh, I don't have it on front of me,
1: but... Oh, I bet I can find it. <clears throat> um,
0: I mean, I will just say, as a Taurus, tourist, Taurus are actually very romantic at heart. However, uh, the other people... <laughs> In our lives generally don't understand that about us and do not like make it part of our lives. Anyway, whatever. I, Valentine's you Day. You should love in a different way. I should love in a different way.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It's fine. Um, but I think for a lot of people on Valentine's Day, they feel this like toxic positivity pressure to show everyone else in the world how much they love love or how much they love their partner. How much their partner loves them, and they blast it all over the fucking place. And if you love your partner, I'm happy for you. I want you to have a successful relationship. That is great and awesome. But to also be blasting all of this toxic positive, like this is my lover, my partner, the greatest thing that ever happened in my life, blah, like I feel like that makes people who aren't necessarily in a good relationship.
1: Or even just in a normal-ass relationship. In a normal relationship. You just, like, don't want to look at your partner's face (laughs) for five minutes.
0: Yes. And it's not to negate, like, their positive feelings, but when they only do that and show... It's like the people... you, You guys all have these friends on Facebook who only share how much they love their partners or whatever. And you know that it's all a front seven
1: out of 10 times they end up divorced Yes. seven out of 10 times. Those people later, like a few years down the road are, you see that they're dating someone else and you're like, Oh, like they very quietly got divorced. Like whatever. I I see this. I see this with parenting too. And I mean, it is such a, just a social media problem, which we've talked about before Mm -hmm. of people showing their, you know, the highlight reel, but there you get the, the people. So a lot of times they're the same people as the like, I just love my husband so mm-hmm. much. Ah. Um, People of the like, oh my gosh, I'm just so blessed with my children and I love them so much. And like, it's not like Megan and I are over here not loving our kids, y'all. It's mm-hmm. not like we are over here not loving our husbands and our kids. But being I, married
0: is hard and having kids is, is hard. hard.
1: Yeah. I, I say this often, like, being a mother is my greatest joy in life. And, but parenting low key sucks a lot. <laughs> like, does. there's like two different things, right? It's like, I like being like my husband's spouse is great, but marriage sometimes sucks. Mm-hmm. Like, they're almost like two different things. So, it's, I think it's okay to recognize that. And when that is that positivity or that like, When you see people only sharing heavily and heavily, heavily, heavily about like, oh my gosh, my kids are the most perfect kids ever and they're so great and we did this cute craft together and there were no messes and (laughs) everything was happy and sunshine and rainbows and there were absolutely no tears or tantrums whatsoever Mm -hmm. on this four mile hike that we just went on or like whatever it is when you have a real life experience and your kid, you set up a cute activity and your kid has a complete tantrum and it's a nightmare. You think that you are suddenly there's something wrong with you. Yeah. Like, Oh my gosh, am I a terrible parent? Am I, am I the terrible parent? Because I forgot that classroom Valentines were a thing, (laughs) had to order some last minute from Jeff Bezos. And then all of the other daycare parents went, bananas with like little gift bags and handmade valentines like no I'm just a normal <laughs> ass human being like these are the things that
0: there's a reason why my child goes to daycare <laughs> and it's not because I want to sit around hand making valentines
1: right again right? no shots to the moms that do it like if that is your thing and you love it I am very happy for you yeah but I am apparently a bare minimum kind of take care mom
0: and i think it's too the same thing where with toxic positivity where you um like try to make people like value what they have or whatever like if you want to yes. compl- you complain about something that your child does or i complain about my husband or whatever and then someone will be like well at least you're married at least you right. have a child like yes like yes i am very grateful for those things but also like human experience like you said we're right. allowed to voice our opinions well, and, and our feelings.
1: There's a, there's also like there's a there's a matter of reading the room. I think in any situation, mm-hmm. right? Whether you whether you feel like you need to vent about something or you want to express gratitude and joy about something, mm-hmm. there's like this like need to read the room. Like I am not going to like if you are super fertile and you have all of the kids and you want to like bitch about your kids or you want to complain about something in your pregnancy like you have every right to do that but doing it maybe to like your super infertile friend who just desperately wants to be a parent Mm -hmm. it might not be the best (laughs) like that might not be the best idea right or like Mm -hmm. similarly like running around and flaunting like all of the happy things in your marriage to your friend that just like is single and just desperately wants to go on a date with someone who's not a total douche. Like that also <laughs> yeah. might not be the best idea. So just generally in life, I think a good rule is like, maybe you need, maybe we just need to read the room and know who were, who are like the safe people yeah. to talk about these things yeah. with, whether it's positive or negative.
0: Yeah. I think it has to do with, uh, empathy as well as interesting. Yeah. <laughs> the other day, I don't know if there was a commercial or some show that Max was watching, but he said something. He's like, well, everyone has empathy. And I'm like, oh, honey, everyone does not have empathy.
1: <laughs> yes. Nope. Nope. A lot of people, a surprising number of people lack empathy.
0: Yeah. I think it's, it's, you, it's like reading the room. Like it's just a skill a lot of times that people just don't have mm-hmm. for whatever reason. Um, I think a lot of it is modeled for sure. But there's also just, like, you know, we all have different personalities, so... Yeah. There's just some of it is something people have and some people don't. Yeah. Did you know that feeling guilty for your feelings is a sign of toxic positivity?
1: No, but that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, that absolutely makes sense. like, internalized. Yeah. That totally makes sense, how you could be... Because I... Have often had to remind, like, friends, like in conversations, like, your feelings are valid. Like, mm-hmm. it's okay to just feel what you're feeling. And I mean, like, I've experienced that before of like feeling guilty for feeling my own emotions and feelings. And a lot of therapy has helped <laughs> <be, laughs> me get to the place of like, no. If a feeling crops up for you, like, you have that feeling and it's valid. And, like, sometimes you need to sit with it and think about, like, why am I feeling this way? And, you know, what is this maybe digging up for me? And, like, there's a lot of, like, inner work that you can do and should do always. But I think we have to remember that our feelings are totally valid. Yeah. And we can feel more than one thing at once. Sometimes conflicting things. Yes. At once. So... Yeah, but I I can see that 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 guilt would be coming from internalized toxic positivity. Mm -hmm. That's That's a phrase. Yeah. So, you know, as you are, like, living in the world, how do you combat toxic positivity in your life or in the lives of the people around you? Because... I mean, certainly, certainly if you're spending a lot of time on social media, it's everywhere for mm-hmm. sure. Um, but I think there, I think there are offline spaces where you're going to find it a lot too. Um, particularly, I, I mean, I think it also will depend a little bit on like who you're surrounding yourself with. Mm-hmm. Um, not to be all anti MLM again, but <laughs> <laughs> I think there's a lot of it in, like, the MLM space and uh, a lot of it in the, um, like, alternative health space and the, like, wellness space. Mm -hmm. All of those are sort of, like, a Venn diagram that looks looks like a stack of pancakes. It's just a circle. Um, So, I think depending on what space, or, you know, maybe you're a part of the church or whatever, like, those are all spaces where you may encounter a lot of uh toxic positivity. So how how do you combat that, Megan?
0: Um boundaries. We're big fans of boundaries. Mm-hmm. Um but I also think that modeling the non-toxic behavior is a good start. Um especially with the person that might be the person who is the the toxic positive person. Mhm. Um it might not work necessarily. It depends on how much, I think a lot of times the toxic person who has toxic positivity is not a good listener. And that's part of the reason why they do that. Yeah. So it's a, you know, over under on whether or not that would work. Right. But, um, I, cause you can't just call out somebody necessarily and be like, Hey, you know, you have toxic positivity. Right. Cause they're not going to handle that very well. Uh, Obviously. Um, So in your own life, you would find the tools to, like, really listen and dig down. Like you said, therapy, digging into why you might feel shame and expressing why you actually feel a certain way. Mm -hmm. Um, And then with other people, though, like, it's so hard.
1: It's hard. I think it's hard. I think it's hard as humans when we have someone we love who's going through something terrible like we want to make it better mm-hmm. like we we want to find a way to say something that's going to make them feel better right and so i think in a lot of those situations like that, that's not it's not a purpose you're not purposefully trying to be like toxically positive you're just trying so hard to make them feel better or forget about their pain or like do anything to like take this this pain and grief from them and having been the person going through the horrible grief and pain and trauma, like I'm going to tell you right now, you there's nothing that you can say that's going to make it better. There's nothing that you can say that is going to actually take that pain away or make them forget about the loss or the pain or the trauma. And so, so many times, like the most the kindest thing that you can do for that person is to just listen mm-hmm. and to just say, I'm so sorry. This sucks. This yeah. like really sucks. And yeah. like validate whatever they're feeling in that moment. Yeah. Instead of, you know, like we said, like, well, you know, just think about all the good times you had together or, you know, at least you still have blah, blah, blah. Like, uh, uh-uh. uh, just, Sit with them. Let them cry. Mm-hmm. Maybe you don't say anything and you just are like, hey, I'm going to come over and we're going to eat ice cream and cry and watch a movie. Like so often not saying anything is way better than saying just like platitudinous crap.
0: Yeah. When my friend, my other friend's mom died, I literally like just went over to her house and we just kind of like, we just sat on our porch mm-hmm. and like didn't really talk hmm And that was, I mean, I feel like it was good for her. I, obviously, I would have to ask her, but, like, you don't need to do all of these things that people try to do that they think are going to help, necessarily. Like, you just, right. in that situation, you just want someone to be there. Yeah. So you know that you're not alone.
1: Yeah. It's like, uh, there's um, a company called M and Friends, and they have this pack of, like, I think they call them empathy cards instead of sympathy cards. Mm-hmm. Cause most sympathy cards suck. They're, they're toxically positive. They're horrible. They're, there's are ter- and they're tacky. And these cards are like, basically they're just like, this really sucks. And there's nothing I can say to make it better, but mm-hmm. I love you. Like, that's like yeah. what the cards say. Like I actually have a pack of them just because it's nice to have just randomly in case you need them. Um, but like, that's the kind of, that's the kind of thing that is actually more helpful. Of like, this really blows.
0: Yeah. And I think it's one of the things, like, being able to have those real emotions, like, expressing, if you're one of the people who is expressing the toxic positivity and expressing the fake emotions, that is something that actually just creates more fake emotions. It's like yeah. this weird circle of mm-hmm. behavior, which totally makes sense, especially in the way that, like, the world works and the way that people are, mm-hmm. and then we interact with each other. Like, humans are pack animals, and so yes. we like all desperately, desperately want the approval of other people, uh-huh. whether we say it or not.
1: Yeah.
0: That's just the way we are. We all want to find our own little pack or big pack, however, whatever size whatever pack size you prefer. You enjoy. But we're all gonna do and say things that we think are the things other people want to hear so we can be part of that. Mm -hmm. And I think that is really a lot of the root of why people try to be positive all the time, Mm -hmm. too. Also, like, the crushing weight of the world, but, like...
1: Details. Small (laughs) details. It's it's fine. It's not like the world feels like it's coming to an end. It's fine. It's fine. You know? So one thing that
0: uh, reminded me a lot of toxic positivity basically is, is, um, do you remember at the beginning of lockdown? So many, so many years ago now, when I was a young child. So many moons ago. It's been 84 years. It's been 84 years. years. (laughs) (laughs) Um, you know, when we all thought it was going to be like three weeks. Yes. And everyone was like, oh, you know, if you don't come out of lockdown with like, Oh, a novel written yes. and like in the best shape of your life and all of this that is how are you prime, using this time prime toxic positivity Use this time at home to get in the best shape of
1: your oh, life
0: you all oh, this home cooked meals take be up so a new healthy. hobby
1: the worst yeah it's okay to be like whoa <laughs> we're experiencing something that no one has really experienced before mm-hmm. and it's okay if you're just surviving. Also
0: like that didn't work for almost anyone because remember how everyone's made sourdough like at the beginning <laughs> lasted two seconds.
1: How many people have dead sourdough starters right now? Probably most of them. 85 point nine percent yes only. The and people... the other people
0: who have them still are the people who are always making right, the, sourdough.
1: They ha- they were the ones who had the sourdough starter to begin with it you all were getting your sourdough starter from i was that person you were all getting your starter from me um yeah it really <laughs> yes. yeah all that to say like as we continue on in this lovely pandemic i think we yeah. are finally reaching a point where people are starting to realize like or say more vocally like mm-hmm. If you're just surviving on a yeah. day-to-day basis, it's okay. Because I, And I also think for parents, particularly parents of older children, I think it's likely been particularly draining because you're trying to, like, not let your children know that you think the world is coming to an end. <laughs> I mean, Megan, you can speak to this. My child is too. She has no idea. This is all she's ever lived. But, right. Like... like
0: faking. Yeah, faking that everything's okay basically. Yeah. But at the same time like you you should be able to tell your kids that it's not okay, but also right. like you don't want to give your 8-year-old anxiety right by telling them the world might explode. So, I mean, that's like a general basis anyway,
1: Just parenting. The parenting thing See, that also, like parenting sucks.
0: <laughs> things that you did not think you would have to think about when you became a parent, um but especially in COVID, where you have to be like explaining why you have to do all these things right. and just everything that comes up because of
1: it, it's it's a lot. Why do we have to wear a mask? Why are those people not wearing masks? Why do we have to get this shot? Why are those people not getting shots? Why are we still wearing masks even though we have gotten the shot? Why are school virtual? Why are we going back? Why is why do we why did it close? Ah.
0: Luckily, I've been really lucky that my kids have been very fine with all of that yeah. in general, like they've just been like, "Oh, school's at home? Okay." Oh, you've, we have you've to generally wear masks? pretty chill Okay, kids. Like it's fine. I know it's not fine for a lot of people though. So, yes.
1: It's been a lot. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot to tackle, like you said, just with like everyday parenting, but then when yeah. you're in this like completely different situation and if you have you know, if you have a particularly, like, sensitive kid mm-hmm. who is just, like, really attuned to their emotions and other people's emotions. Like, I know I've got some friends with super sensitive kids. That it's been extra hard for them. Mm-hmm. So, all that to say, like, you're just barely hobbling along. You're doing great.
0: The other thing about the that, like, oh, everyone's at home, so you should, you know... Be so productive, like, in general, Americans have a problem with productivity all of the time, mm-hmm. where, like, if you're not busy, there's something wrong with you, which, mm-hmm. no thank you. It's not just that you're at home having fun on your time with COVID, whatever, but, like, right. we're all expected to just continue on with our regular lives right. and jobs as though nothing has happened, and that is Huge toxic positivity.
1: It's, it's, insane. Like, it's we're crushing. all, we're all gaslighting ourselves. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's a truly, like, crushing, because it's, I mean, you know, when lockdown first started, and there were a lot of, um, restaurant workers, and, uh, you know, people who worked in, um, nail salons and hair salons, and, you know, folks that, like, could not go to work, like, they just, they literally were at home with no job to do at that moment Um, but then there we had all of the people working corporate jobs that were now working from home and their kids were home and they're trying to do virtual school with their kids and like all of these things and you think like you said we all thought it was going to be a few weeks and we're like okay we can power through this for a few weeks and a few weeks has turned into two years (laughs) and it's still continuing like what do we do and apparently the answer is just keep on keeping on your work productivity must continue to be at its exact same level we can't let our the quality of our work dip or slide uh oh you've used up all of your sick days for covid already and now your kids are had an exposure at school, and they have to be home. Ha- that's too bad. I guess you got to take those unpaid days, but hey, when you come back, I still expect all of this work to be done.
0: Yeah. Yep.
1: Yep. And we've just like put our heads in the sand about the the problem. Like that's not that is not working. It's not working.
0: Yeah, I think it's interesting because I have I have some friends in Europe who have been like, and in other kind like I have a friend in New Zealand who has a business and it's not doing well, but like they had so many different protocols Mm -hmm. where like when they had lockdown, like in France where one of my friends lives, it was locked down. Yeah. Like you could not be on the street Uh unless you had a pass to be on the street. And here in America, like we all know we don't have to get into it. And so, like, it's just so different where, like, they they took it so differently. And I wonder what the, like, work situation is like over there. I'm so where, curious. Like, did you still have to just keep going and, you know, meet your Q4 expectations or whatever fiscal number, blah, blah, blah nonsense because that's the way life is? Or were you allowed to, like... <laughs>
1: Was it more like
0: express the what's happening?
1: Right. Or is it more like, you know, when people give birth in Europe and they're actually allowed to take like real time off? A
0: whole year. A
1: whole a whole year. A whole year. year. <laughs> and not just like come back after six weeks at most. Yeah. Sometimes. Or like maybe you got paid, maybe you didn't, who knows? Mm-hmm. Um and like be expected to just like continue on oh, sorry, you have to pump? Well, I don't have a place for you to do that. So you are probably just going to have to go into the bathroom and be happy that I gave you a bathroom to sit in while you pump and I'm letting you have your 20 minutes of government allotted time to do that. Like, there's just this... And I and I get that, the yeah, like, the world needs to continue turning. And so, yes, people doing their jobs helps the world to continue turning but also where's where's the balance for workers who are just at their wits end right it's all fake guys
0: it's all fake (laughs) (laughs) so all
1: that to say like i think yeah i think that this like concept of toxic positivity it leeches into so many areas
0: it really does, it snowballs into mm-hmm. all parts of our lives, I think, and, um, I mean, I, I don't know if it's just related to capitalism, or, or capitalism what the along. deal is, it was <laughs> I don't know, it's, um, we'll see, we'll see as, as we continue to get older and watch the world burn, I suppose. Uh, well, I do, I-, I do think there's been, you know, some changes... I think a lot of people are paying more attention to these kinds of things and to mental health in general. But I think it'll be a long time before. I mean, obviously, like a pandemic didn't stop people being like, we got to have our Zoom meetings. It's only
1: showing the cracks in the foundation. I mean, like, I was on Twitter last night and I had like two videos in a row come up on my FYP that just legitimately had me in tears. What did I say? You said Twitter. God damn. I. (laughs) Y'all, I'm not on Twitter. I don't know why I keep doing that. I was on TikTok last night and I had two videos come up in a row on my FYP that just like legitimately had me like in tears. They were both by teachers um, about the education system. One is a teacher who, you know, she was saying like she gave, she turned in her notice like that day that she made the video and she was talking about how like she just had, she just thought like, If I just continue to do all of these things that I am not really being paid to do as a teacher. Just continue to go above and beyond. Like, I can change the system. And, like, finally realizing, like, the system is so broken, like, no one person can change Mm -hmm. the system on their own. Like, she just had to finally realize, like, she was burning herself out, and she was bankrupting herself emotionally and financially and physically and just all of these different ways and she had to say like this is no longer a healthy like profession for me to be in as as much as i know i'm giving to my students i'm completely bankrupting my own self um and then like that was followed by the a video from a teacher who um like she was in target and she was like i'm in target right now buying snacks for my students she's a high school english teacher she was like because we were just under lockdown Because there was a shooting at our school. One of our students was shot. Like, we were all in lockdown for three hours. And we're expected to just come to school tomorrow. Like, nothing happened. Yeah. And so she's like, I'm... She's like, can I afford to buy all of these snacks for my... All of my, you know, seven periods of students? No. Am I doing it anyway? Because I want them to be able to, like, come into my class tomorrow. And have a safe space where they can have snacks. And choose to either talk about it. Or choose to watch a movie and like process their emotions in whatever way works for them. Like, yes, I'm going to do that. Um, and like, it, <laughs> I, I had to like hop off the app. Cause I was like, well now I'm sobbing and I feel <laughs> terrible about the state of our education system. But you know, I think that it's just like, that's one of the areas where we are seeing the cracks. We're seeing how teachers and nurses and all of these different professionals have been told like, well, if you just come in and you put a smile on your face Oh my God, smiling. Put a smile on your face and, you know, a happy word from your mouth (sighs) that it'll just, everything will be fine and you're making a difference and maybe you are making a difference. Like, I don't want to negate the difference that teachers make in their students' lives because I can guarantee you those two teachers I just talked about have made huge differences in their students' lives. But, like, there's a bigger systemic problem. Yeah. That is not being addressed and that we're seeing like come to a head and it's a little bit scary to watch. Like for me, it's scary to watch as somebody with a two-year-old that isn't in school yet. I'm like, okay, what the (laughs) hell is it going to be by the time my kid is in school? Yeah. And you've got kids that are in the thick of it. So yeah, I think it's just, it's everywhere, but we're seeing the cracks in the foundation. Yeah. Start to appear.
0: Yeah. And I don't know what the solution is for any of that, really. And that's
1: okay, because we don't need to present
0: toxically positive solutions. That's right. You don't (laughs) need to smile all the time, no matter what that guy in the street said to you. Thank
1: God for masks now. I'll maybe never stop wearing ones. great. No one ever
0: asked to see if I'm smiling. No. (laughs) Oh, well... Don't have solutions, but we are always here to be honest with yeah. how we feel. Like, we've never exactly held back here, so,
1: <laughs> you know. I'm not sure if I've ever held back in my life. <laughs> it's, it's not my problem, Megan. It's fine. <laughs> but, yeah, it's if, you, if you're struggling with uh, the toxic positivity that's around you, you're not alone. Your feelings are valid. Mm-hmm. That's right. And you're always welcome to uh, DM us email us call me beat me if you want to reach me and uh vent about your feelings with us because we get it too we like a good rant we do love a good rant it's one of our favorite things (laughs) (laughs) so is
0: what is bringing you joy this week yes
1: because we can talk about things that are bringing us joy without being over the top that's right and, uh, my newfound freedom is bringing me joy. <laughs> freedom from the men! Woo! Uh, yeah, this is, this is my first time without a corporate job in, ever? Long, yeah, I mean. It's a Very long time! Since college, I would Yeah, assume. pretty much, yeah. yeah. Um, I've had, like, corporate, I've either had corporate or corporate adjacent jobs. Right. Like, my whole career. Um, and I'm moving into a job where I'll be working for one of our, food blogger friends full time and I'm going to have such a flexible schedule and I am so exciting. It's very exciting. No more (laughs) like 8am calls all of the time. Like no more being chained to my desk for eight hours a day. (laughs) God forbid I get up and go to the bathroom and some, somebody tries to slack call me like (laughs) I, 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 I'm still trying to figure out what that's going to be like, but, uh, it was great.
0: Are you just gonna like sleep all day tomorrow?
1: <laughs> I might. I might. <laughs> well, I said that I wanted to come over this morning to record specifically so that if I wanted to take a nap this afternoon, I could have plenty of time. I would have plenty <laughs> of time. I mean, I will be, I, I'm not technically starting full time for our friend until next week. I was like, oh, I'm taking the rest of the week off. So, uh, yeah, I might just like take some, take some naps and
0: go get yourself like a, a celebratory plant.
1: Oh, I do. I did kill one of my plants, so I do need a replacement. <laughs> yeah, I might go to the plant store. Yeah, might go schedule a new tattoo. I do need to do that. <laughs> I mean, of course, that's on my to do list. <laughs> <laughs> I also need to go to the dispensary. Also on my to do list. <laughs> there you go. We see where
0: we see where uh, Steffi's priorities are this week. Knock out all the things on your to do list. I mean, that's not really what you should be doing when you're like resting from.
1: No, job, but they're but like fun errands that I just have true. not had time to do.
0: Yes. Going to the plant store is always fun. Going to fun. the plant
1: store is fun. Talking to my tattoo artist is fun. Buying weed, also <laughs> fun. So, you know, like, we're just, genuinely, there are things I'm like, oh man, I need to go run and do that, but I just don't have time and I'm too stressed mm-hmm. and, ah, and I'm like, oh, so much less stress. <sighs> I know. I like, I mean, I still got up and early and got showered and uh you know got eaten off to daycare and whatnot but i wasn't like oh my god i have to get her there specifically at this right time so i can get get back to my desk and make my tea and eat my breakfast before i have to like sit down and be on this video call for the rest of the day (laughs) it's like yeah get there get her there by eight that's cool sat on the couch drank my tea watched some instagram stories i was like wow what is this life? <laughs> so anyway, ten out of ten would recommend so far. Yeah, there's that. Megan, what's what's bringing you joy?
0: Uh, I mean, obviously, you being gone is bringing me joy because I am benefiting from the situation. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I want to, I want to say the Peloton. I feel like I have not said the Pelotons brought me joy
1: yet. You talked about how you have I talked the Peloton, about it. but you didn't say it's bringing you joy yet.
0: Yes. So. I am still, I'm still not good. Good. I say quotes with good. Because what is good? But whatever. I mean, if you Um, can make your
1: feet go in the pedals. Sometimes
0: I can't. Because we were talking about this the other day. (laughs) We were talking about Wordle. And how if you've played Wordle, your brain forgets all words. Yes. And. What is a five-letter word? What is any five-letter word? I don't know. And you always think, I always Think it's gonna be some ridiculously obscure word, and then it's like, paint, paint, or those, and you're just like, God, yeah. <laughs> um, but so there's times when I'm riding the bike, and I like some something snaps in my brain like a rubber band, and I forget how to pedal, and I don't know what I'm doing all of a sudden. Which is a whole, I, I don't know if that's like a psychological problem. Well, or like. I, I
1: said that I was carrying <laughs> bowls of soup up the stairs at my restaurant job the other day.
0: And, and you forgot I, how stairs Yeah, worked. I literally yeah. got
1: to the last two stairs and my brain was like, what are stairs? Yeah. How do stairs work? What? Yeah. And I stood there frozen for a second, not sure how to proceed up the last two stairs. With the Peloton, usually when you're going really fast. And like in the
0: middle of going really fast, I'm like, what am I doing? Why <laughs> but I do really enjoy it. Um they I don't I do like a variety of different workouts or whatever. I don't just do the bike. Um, but I I don't know, like it's still hard, but I do it's like that fake feeling you're supposed to have after you run.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Endorph endorphin.
0: I don't know what that uh, means. What? Um, but I was really good afterwards, and for the most part, I like the music that they choose. I try to choose songs that I or artists that I, like I'm gonna like. Yes. I like to do like the specific artist rides. Although yeah. they all act like they know everything about the artist and their musicality, and like
1: they suddenly are music beat. The- they're music all theory scholars, majors. and that
0: really annoys me. <laughs> um, like you're whatever. Uh, <laughs> but uh yeah it's been good it really bothers me that my husband is like I don't really pay attention to what music it is when I ride I just pick the first one that pops up
1: does he just like live with the thoughts in his brain I don't understand uh,
0: he wakes up every day and chooses violence I don't know <laughs> like it's no sense to me
1: I uh I did my first non-bike workout I did a, the Encanto yoga flow the other day And it was, it was actually really good. It was, like, kind of hard. It was, like, a nice, like, intermediate level flow. And then, like, the next day, like, I definitely, like, could feel a little, like, I felt Mm. good afterwards. The next day, I was, like, just sore enough from doing, like, yeah, like, loosened up, but also, like, just a little sore from, like, holding some of the poses. And I was, like, oh, that that was a good, that was a good one.
0: Nice. So. Good. Yeah. I did, yesterday, I didn't do a ride. I did a... Like a regular strength workout, which I don't do normally. I either do like the one, the strength one that's on the bike, mm-hmm. or I do like core. And I did a regular one, and I woke up this morning and my thighs hurt so bad. And we did not even do that many squats, so I like, have no idea. It hurts
1: idea to sit down to pee.
0: <laughs> it wasn't. It's not even that. Not when they're like flexed, but just like
1: In general. they're
0: better now. But when I first woke up this morning, I was like, Oh my god, what happened? <laughs>
1: I'm broken. I'm broken. (laughs) Yeah. I keep, I keep thinking about getting my own, but then I'm like, I don't know where I would put it. So I keep just coming and using yours.
0: I mean, now you have all day long. I do have
1: all day long. It actually is much more convenient now for me to just like hop over and, and use the Pelton. But yeah, that's a good one. That's a good one.
0: So we'll be back next week with a special guest.
1: Until then, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts and listen to, to us on your favorite platform. You can also follow us on social media at IRSI Podcast or send us an email at I'd rather stay in podcast at gmail.com. We love to hear from you. Bye.